Welcome to the Montana Real Estate Podcast, where we will pull back the curtain and answer all of your Montana real estate questions. Buying and selling real estate in Montana can be challenging, and local knowledge is the key. We will explore the different areas of the state and educate you on issues that play a role in Montana real estate transactions. This podcast is hosted by Will Friedner, a broker with Glacier Sotheby's International Realty in Whitefish, Montana. Now, here's Will with today's episode. Hey everybody, this is Will Friedner and this is episode 29 of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. Today, I'd like to go over three mistakes that first-time home buyers are making. The economy is good as it's been lately and there's a lot of new people in the market looking to buy their first house. There's three big things that I've been noticing that mistakes that people are making when they're buying their first house. The first one being that people are going out and looking at houses without actually sitting down with the lender and finding out what they can actually afford and what their payments are going to be and all that. You really need to go meet with a lender. You can. There's plenty of lenders out there that are on their own mortgage companies, or you can go to the bank that you use, whether it's a bank or a credit union. Most of them have uh, home loan offices as part of the bank that they can help you. But anyway, any of those lenders, they will sit you down and they will look at your, your income. They'll look at your debt. They'll look at how much savings you have. And with those numbers, they'll figure out, okay, you can afford a $250,000 house. And then they'll also be able to tell you what your payment is going to be on that $250,000 house. And depending on how much you put down as your down payment, you know, with your savings, all of that's going to factor in. So when people ask me, oh, how much is my payment going to be on a certain house? There's so many variables that go into that. I can't really give you an answer. There's the the interest rate that you qualify for. There's how much you put down on it. All of those things affect what your payment is going to be at the end of the day. Also, the taxes on the house and your insurance and all of that, all of that goes into the payment. So that's something you should really figure out before you go out and actually start looking at houses. That's not to say you can't go to open houses or, you know, look online and look at different houses, but until you actually know the price range you're in, there's no reason to go any further than that. And so really talk to a lender. I had someone call me just this past week wondering if they could ever buy a house because they work on tips. Well, if if that's your business, if you're a bartender or a waitress or whatever, there's people that buy houses. It's a matter of what you report every year as income. And so maybe if you haven't been reporting a lot of those tips lately, you're going to have to take a year or so to start reporting your income and get a steady income so the lender can see that you're actually making whatever money you're making. The other thing that a lender is going to do for you is they're going to give you a pre-approval letter once they've gone through all this. And that's huge when you make an offer. Most homeowners are going to ask for a pre-approval letter just to make sure that you are actually qualified to purchase the house. They don't want to tie up the house in a contract and then find out three weeks later that you're you're not really qualified and and you can't afford this house. So the lender will give you a pre-approval letter. They'll tell you exactly what your payment's going to be. And basically, you know, what, what you can afford is what it comes down to. The other thing that people don't think about uh, that kind of goes along these same lines is with your savings, when you buy a house, there's so many other little expenses that come up beyond the the mortgage payment you're making. All the little things you have to buy to, to decorate the house, couches, beds, 
you know, the little things for the bathrooms. Um, there's just tons of that stuff. And the last thing you want to do when you buy your first house is be house poor and be sitting there every month not being able to go out for dinner or go to a movie because you're, you can't afford it because you're paying everything you have on this house. The second big mistake I see is people are not taking their time to find a good agent. If it, Especially as a first-time home buyer, you should really find an agent that's been doing this for a while and has experience. Because most first-time home buyers, as you'll see, when the lender more than likely will qualify for you know a, a RD loan or a FHA loan, which are great because they offer a lower down payment and they're kind of geared for first-time home buyers. With those types of loans, a good agent's going to be able to tell you that a house that you're looking at is either going to qualify for one of those or not going to qualify for one of those. Those type of loans, the house needs to be in very good condition, otherwise the loan won't go through. And again, I've talked about this in in other episodes, you you have to know before you make an offer, what your chances are of the loan going through because you don't want to pay for an appraisal and all the other expenses that go with this and then find out at the end, you know, you really can't get the house because the homeowner isn't willing to fix whatever issue it is that the loan won't cover. Another thing an agent's going to talk about is they're going to, any inspections kind of goes along the same line. An agent's going to look at the roof and say, hey, that, that roof is going to need to be replaced or anything they may see in the house. There's there's so many different things that can come up in an inspection. And again, why pay for an inspection if you already know what they're, you know, what your loan isn't going to cover. So that's one of the many reasons to have a good agent. They're also going to talk about HOA fees and what they, you know, they're going to know how those work. They're going to talk about any covenants and what you can and can't do with the property. And these are all things that you really should be aware of before you actually go ahead and make an offer on a house. The third big mistake I see is you have to think about resale. And again, back to a good agent, they're going to talk to you about this. Most people don't realize that the average homeowner stays in a house for only six years. So I know when you're looking at it, you're thinking, oh my God, I'm going to spend the rest of my life here. This is my dream house. This is the greatest place ever. But, you know, life happens. You're job may change you may have a bunch of kids you don't you don't know at that time but just keep in mind that more than likely you're going to be selling this house so when you buy something even though it might be great for you you need to think about down the road when you try to sell it that if you're 30 miles out in the woods and just because you like it you're a hunter whatever it is you're cutting your market way down when you go to resell that place so think about the resale value Think about how many days that house has been on the market when you buy it. If it's been on the market for a couple of years and you think you're getting a good deal, well, keep in mind that part of the reason it's been on the market for so long is probably, you know, it has a lot to do with price, but probably it's just the house. It may be a goofy layout. It may be numerous floors. You know, it may be in a poor location. All of that plays into it. But again, a good agent's going to tell you about that and they're going to let you know, you know, your future resale potential on it and what's been going on with the house up into up until the point you've bought it. So anyway, these are the three big things you should think about if you're looking to buy a house. I have worked with numerous first-time home buyers and we would be happy to help you if you're in that market and if you have any questions about it that I haven't covered, please feel free to contact me. All of the information is at the end of the podcast. And with that, we will see you next week. 
Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That concludes another episode of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you will join us next week for our next episode. If you have any questions or would like to know more about this episode, please feel free to contact me at montanarealestatepodcast at gmail.com or visit our website at montanarealestatepodcast.com or if you want to call, you can call me at 406-249-1735. We'll see you all next week. 